Hi, it's Fiona and welcome to Diet Liberation. This podcast is for you if you are fed up of dieting or forcing yourself to be fitter and healthier in any way which doesn't make you feel great. Whether that's counting points and calories, whether it's forcing yourself to do exercise that's not really your bag, or whether you're so busy clean eating that you can't help but fall off the wagon and stuff yourself with chocolates and sweets and whatever it is. All of the above, any of the above. I'm here to offer you hope. Because I've been there, I've done it. For 30 something years, I tried all of those things in order to just look a certain way. I call mythical size X. There were times when I was so worried about the size of my thighs, the flatness of my stomach, that I just couldn't enjoy life. And after 20-something years of working as a health professional in fitness and health, a joy warrior, a female empowerment coach and a diet rebel, I am now here to share my insights and tips on how you can be fitter, healthier and happier in a more easy and joyful way that works totally for you and your lifestyle. So if you're ready to be a diet rebel, you have come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of Diet Liberation, where today we're going to be discussing mainly menopause and the changes that happen to our shape and our hormones around menopause and why that is. But also, even if you're not a woman around perimenopause, menopause time, if you've been going through any kind of a stressful time, which has been a chronic long-term stressor, um, and that's anything from being a carer, uh, looking after elderly parents is something that comes to mind, um, having some kind of illness or trauma in your life which is ongoing, um, or even if you are craving sweet foods, um, all of these things have, the set, have one thing in common which I'm going to explain about, but if you fit into any of those categories, and in particular, if you found that for no apparent reason that you seem to be changing shape, particularly around the middle, then today's episode is for you. So what is that all about? And what is the thing that those three have in common? And they are all to do with our hormones. And what happens at menopause is quite a few things that happen, and it can be an amazing time. But to put it Super, super simply, when our female hormones change and they slightly lower and the testosterone that we have in our body is slightly higher and that kind of settles, it's all relative. It's not that you're going to suddenly start sprouting muscles (laughs) in any way, shape or form. But once they settle, this is their new norm. And what that actually means, the upshot physiologically speaking, is that our insulin is less sensitive. So insulin is, among other things, a fat storing hormone. And its job is to 
take excess sugar out of the blood and go and I was going to say file it, <laughs> got to go with that, and file it somewhere else in the body. It takes excess sugar first off to the muscles, but if the muscles are full, it goes to the liver. If the liver's full, then it goes around the middle. So that's the handy storage facility. The other things that happen are we actually become a little bit more stress reactive. And this is to do with the lowering of oestrogen, which has a buffering effect on stress. So whereas previously an, you know, a narky email from your boss might have had you sort of slightly pissed off, you know, five out of ten on a, on a stress scale with ten being you're just incensed. <laughs> Are you with me? Post-menopause, you may be seven or eight out of ten. You'll feel your stress levels rise you might even notice that you sort of get really hot <laughs> and that is one of the stress responses so we we get more reactive to stress and sometimes the stresses are things that we're aware of we're aware of and other times there are these kind of low grade stresses that we aren't aware of and just wait for the dots to join up in a minute so the third thing that happens, which affects, there's lots of things, but these are the three things which affect us on a hormonal perspective. And I have massively simplified, obviously. So the third thing is that we crave carbohydrates more. Um, yeah, we just do. And that's partly because insulin doesn't work as efficiently. Um, it gets kind of overworked and a bit slower. <laughs> it's kind of it's getting old and insulin's like, oh, OK, um, we need to be storing the the excess sugar, remember, out of the blood. But when we are we crave more carbohydrates, that might be because insulin is working a little bit too much because the signaling is off. And if insulin is working a little bit too much, it might take too much sugar out of the blood and your blood sugar drops. Have you ever had that where you kind of get that little shaky mid-afternoon feeling, that blood sugar dropping, hangry moment, maybe hungry, angry. Um, so if insulin is a little bit wonky and it works too much, then the signals come in to say, hey, we need more we need more sugar, so craving carbohydrates, we fulfill that by eating more sugar. And then there's this kind of feedback loop. We crave more sugar, insulin maybe works a little bit too much or a little bit too little, pretty much both, and then it drops too low. And oh, guess, guess what? We crave more sugar. And the other thing is, is that when we are in a state of stress, um, what happens with the body from that stress response is for the body to, well, what happens is we increase our heart rate, we increase our breathing capacity and the body dumps a load of sugar into the blood, takes it out of the muscles and the liver, dumps it into the blood. And um, because it knows you're going to run from a tiger or a burning building or something, there's this stress response it doesn't know that you've just had a narky email from your boss or your mate or your neighbour or something, right? So that's a stress response. And then insulin, poor old insulin, just had a sit down and is going, oh shit, come on, here we go again. 
and sending out the army because the signalling isn't working. It's going, I don't know if we need 50 soldiers or 100. Let's send 100. Oh, and then guess what? Taking too much sugar out of the blood, so you're craving more and so on. And there are other stressors that happen. Um, you know, the worrying thoughts, the things that go tick, tick, tick in your mind, the overeating, undereating, overexercising, underexercising, and the list pretty much goes on. There's all kinds of stressors. Being unwell is a, a stressor. Um, and yeah, I won't go into all of that here, but there are so many things that work at this physiological level of creating stress in the body which we might not even be aware of and I'm guessing you didn't know that both over and under eating and exercising can be a stressor for the body right and we all cope with it differently it's not a one size fits all but I'm trusting and hoping if you're still here that you've gone oh my god I didn't know that. That is me. That bit there is me. (laughs) So that is the big key, the stress. So the stress that happens around hormonal change of menopause, happens at any hormonal change, and I'm specifically talking about menopause. The stress that can happen if you are um, under any kind of external stress, looking after relatives, job changes, relationship breakdown, that kind of stuff. Um, and then the stress that can happen as a re- result of being having a sweet tooth and craving carbohydrates and fulfilling that need. And then we eat carbohydrates and then the blood sugar crashes. And we're like, oh, we need more because you just feel knackered. And the same thing actually happens if you don't sleep very much. So if you've got more than one of those things going on, holy moly (laughs) what do we do about it well one of the things we can do and we have to be a bit smarter when working at on our health and well-being around menopause or any of those things one of the first things we want to be doing is looking at how to balance our blood sugar levels so that we're not continually knocking on the insulin barracks door going excuse me I've got too much blood sugar could you please send the troops so that is one of the things and we can we can do this by having more protein in our meals and eating more regularly and making sure that we stretch the time in between meals that's a really good start but if you've been doing that for a while and it's not working we need to have it's kind of like a kickstart um so something to kind of jolt that's not probably the best word but to um yeah to jolt the body into working a little bit more efficiently and remember postmenopausally we have to be a bit smarter with how we eat and how we exercise in particular I'm going to be talking today about food but how we exercise as well because we want to minimize the stress response on the body and one of the things that I love to do is to be playing around with eating often what women tend to do is go on diets and you know I am a diet rebel and um, and I get it though because we're like oh my gosh you know I've noticed this recently I've had quite a bit of external stress not sleeping not exercising as much because of health issues and I go oh gosh my clothes are getting tight but I 
I'm not particularly bothered. You know, I am a body image ambassador. I'm all for embracing all women at all shapes and sizes. And that's quite a big part of what I do. But also empowering women to be able to work with their hormones around this time so that you feel more more um more sane really is one of the ways but uh, to balance our moods and our energy levels so that you've got more vitality is really empowering and there's a certain way of eating um, and exercising which helps those things so if you're feeling sort of foggy um frazzled overwhelmed starting to feel a little bit heavy particularly that's what I noticed this kind of heaviness um, around my midsection and it just feels uncomfortable and so yeah I designed um, <laughs> through research and I actually did this a few years ago a, a method it's not a diet because um, you know, let's say you know we don't do diets do we but it is a method it's not about what you eat it's about how you eat and when you eat and those things those two things can really help kickstart your system so that it works more efficiently particularly the stress response with insulin and craving carbohydrates and once we've helped to level that out and you start to go oh okay I'm not craving sweet things anymore I feel that my moods are balanced my energy is balanced and I feel a lot better and then sometimes as a as a side effect, so to speak, I'm saying that in inverted commas, you find that you just feel a bit lighter around the middle. So it's not designed with that in mind. But what I have noticed with when I've done this with clients before is that's what happens. And also, I want to say, you know, despite or because of being a body image ambassador, I do want to support women who may want to be a smaller version of themselves because it's great all of the body positivity and you know, embracing but if your confidence is low if you um, are not feeling healthy particularly then this is a method which might help you to just feel a little bit better about yourself and if like I say as a side effect then you might lose a few pounds of body fat and that's what you want then great and it it's not what everybody wants because what we're focusing on is feeling better and that's what I would do every single time I'd always encourage feeling better and in fact if anybody comes to me and says oh I want to lose some weight I'd be doing some questioning around what what is that for is that is that some or well, when I do that then I will be because when you get the when and then scenario, um, yeah, it's sounding and feeling a little bit more like a diet, if you know what I mean. So that is it for my short take on menopause and stress uh, and also carb cravings and also just stress, regardless of what age and stage you're at. If you've got a lot of that going on. Hopefully now you understand why it may impact your waistline and waistline more so than hips and thighs. If you find that your hips and thighs are getting a little bit bigger, that's to do with your thyroid probably and not to do with your stress hormones. So hopefully that makes sense and has you going, oh, okay. And if you want to know about food cycling, please do message me, Fiona at 
thelifereboot.co.uk. And remember, what you want to be doing is balancing your blood sugar levels so that you're not overworking insulin. And that's the key. Many thanks and see you again soon.